Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast where we're going to talk about how to deal with discouragement. Um, dealing with discouragement is one of the most important things you need to work on in order to master your weight. It's that simple because no doubt about it, no matter what, no matter how great your results are, you're going to feel disappointed at some time. It's just the human condition. Uh, and it's, I see it literally every client I've ever worked with. There's some phase where they go through, they feel disappointed, even if they're achieving incredible weight loss. And, and part of this, you know, I have to understand, you have been inundated with a lifetime of marketing, weight loss marketing, that is always telling you how much you can lose in how much time. And it's usually exaggerated outlier numbers. And so it's framed us to have unrealistic expectations to begin with. You know, so even when people achieve tremendous weight loss, it's still not good enough, right? Nothing's ever good enough. And so that, that's one side of it. Now, the other side of it is that you're doing everything right and you're literally not losing much weight. So there's legitimate discouragement as, as well. Um, either of them are going to be dealt with in the same way. And that is that you're going to use the discouragement really as an opportunity to re-solidify your commitment and to practice changing the way you think about this whole process. Okay, so again, we're going to utilize it. Utilization is a Milton Erickson used to use this technique. No matter what happened, good stuff, bad stuff, we're always going to utilize it to move us in the direction we want to go in. And discouragement's no different. So when you're feeling discouraged, which you're going to feel, um, instead of just trying to fight it off or ignore it, we want to look right at it and we want to understand it. And again, we want to utilize it to bring us in the direction we want to go. And so the first thing you can do when you feel discouraged is really take a step back. Instead of trying to like, a lot of times what we do is we try to use our willpower and say, oh, I feel discouraged. I'm just going to keep pushing forward. I wouldn't suggest that. I would suggest you feel discouraged and you sit with that. You sit with that discouragement, you feel it, and then you ask yourself, do I still even want to lose weight? You know, you've been doing everything perfect. It's for a month and you've lost half a pound. And you're sitting, you know, geez, nothing's working. No matter what I do, nothing's working and you feel terrible. Sit with that for a minute, okay? Allow yourself to feel those feelings. It, nothing's gonna bad's gonna happen the worst stuff is when you try not to feel those things right when you run away from trying to avoid them that's when the problems start okay so the first thing you do is let yourself feel the discouragement let yourself feel the frustration right experience it acknowledge it it's real and then once you felt it we always have that choice there's always those two paths ahead of us I can stop or I can keep going and I think this is the healthy way to deal with any of the negative emotions that come really from anything, but, but certainly with weight loss, when you feel that discouragement, which you're going to feel, is always the path ahead of us. There's always these two paths ahead of us, right? We always have the path to, to that's it, I'm done. I'm, I'm tapping out. I'm, I'm giving up. This is not working, okay? Or, oh, damn it. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> it's always that, you know what I mean? Like, it's always there. And so when you feel that discouragement, don't run away from it. You know, run towards it because it's usually a sign that you're taking action, that, that you're on that path of mastery. The path of mastery is littered with discouragement, right? Because you're look, you're doing stuff. Discouragement comes no matter what path you're on. It's unavoidable, right? But it's a way better form of discouragement when you're taking action and you're frustrated with your results than it is to not do anything and then just feel like shit about doing nothing. You know, I'd rather take the action and feel discouraged with my results and then know I'm doing something and then at least I'm on the path and I'm moving forward right? That's mine. So, but you always have that path in front of you. And so if you let yourself feel the shitty emotions and then recognize that here we go, do I want to quit? Do I want to keep going? I want to keep going. Great. Now we go to the next piece. And that is the part I love the most, which is really, again, the, one of the biggest mindset challenges you have when it comes to weight loss is to go from thinking about weight loss as a temporary thing to get to the finish line, replacing that with a mindset that I'm going to do this for the rest of my life, right? Just like, do you do you anticipate a time in your life when you're gonna stop taking care of your teeth? You stop brushing your teeth? Ah, I'm 70 years old now. Ugh, I had a good run. I'm done. I'm done brushing my teeth, right? You don't think that way, right? You anticipate for the rest of your life you're gonna be brushing your teeth, okay? So it's the same thing with your weight. How long do you want to live at your goal weight? How long do you want to be healthy? How long do you want to nourish yourself? Forever, okay? So you know that when you really take a step back and think about it, but emotionally you don't feel that because you just think of this as a, like a sprint, a short-term thing, there's a finish line, I'm gonna be done. It's not true, that's an illusion. You wanna be in control of your weight, improving it, making it better. Maybe not the weight, because the weight gets to a point, but your health, your happiness, you know, always tweaking the processes that give you mastery over your weight. Always, always, always 
focusing on those and always getting better at them. And so it's forever. And so that's the second piece of dealing with the discouragement is once you feel it, then you make the decision, do I want to quit? Do I want to keep going? I'm going to keep going. Then you sit, you remind yourself, yeah, because this is just one stumbling block, one barrier along the way, you know, and it's fine because I'm just going to keep moving forward. A year from now, I'm going to laugh at this. Five years from now, I'm going to be so happy I kept going. Ten years from now, I'm going to be a completely different person when it comes to being in control of my weight and my health and my happiness. You see? So we need to keep ex like reinforcing that long-term time frame. That is so important. And it helps you diminish the discouragement because discouragement is partly experienced because of subconscious time frames we think of. And if you're in your mind thinking, okay, I'm going to give myself six months to lose all the weight right well now if you have a bad week it feels catastrophic because it's in that time frame but if you start thinking i got the rest of my life to master this i just had a little stumbling block here. i'm not happy with this weeks this month's results it's seen within context and it's not as big a deal okay so take this to heart because i, I again learning how to deal with the discouragement is so important it's such a a core strategic skill that you need because you're going to experience it no matter what your results are um, that start working on it now and start solidifying your, your skill and your ability to do this and your results are going to reflect that. Okay. Um, so if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. Yep. Yep. All right, Vicky, what's up? Yeah. No giving up. Right. I love asking that. Yep. Feels like Lego building mindset, belief, change, emotions, habits, lifestyle, eating piece by piece. That is such a great way to think about it. Yeah. Like a Lego. That's so awesome. That's what it's like. You know, it's funny. I, I was doing a, a coaching call yesterday and the client, she is, um, she teaches English uh, as a second language. You know, uh, that's what she does. And so I was thinking, you know, like the way we've kind of been conditioned to think about weight loss and the way we kind of intuitively think of it, it's like where we're losing weight, right? Where it's all about like what we are and what we're not going to be anymore, you know? And I was saying, I'm like, you know, it's almost like if you're going to teach English as a second language by having them forget how to speak Spanish, right? Like, like if you just, if somehow you could make them forget how to speak Spanish, then they would just speak English, right? And that's how I think a lot of people approach weight loss. They think of it as like a losing process instead of a thinking of it as a development process, right? A creation process. You're not losing something, you're gaining something. You're gaining the ability to think differently, to feel different, to behave differently. And so it's a creation process. It's not just this losing thing you know and I, I don't know it's 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 a, it's a mindset it's a subtle mindset shift but it's so important because we tend to think like i just need to stop stop doing stuff but that way of thinking of just thinking about what we have to stop doing it creates a vacuum well our subconscious mind says well, what am i supposed to do you know because if we're not thinking about what we want to do and we're just thinking about, i have to stop doing this i have to stop doing that i have to stop eating that i have to stop being this way i've stopped doing that well then we end up well okay well what do i do then and I feel like that's where a lot of people end up. And that kind of feeds into that idea of like just losing, dropping, cutting, stopping, you know? And instead we want to start doing things, you know? And it's subtle things. Um, like you said, yeah, it is a Lego thing. And I do, I do a lot of Legos with my kid. And it, the Legos are, whoever makes those, I'm talking about geniuses. But it's like they, when you're building Legos, it's like, you know, I don't know, you're building some big spaceship thing, right? And it's like the first 30% of it, 40% of it, it just looks like, you're like, what the hell is this? You know what I mean? It's just like, it, it doesn't look like anything like what we're building. You're like, how is this going to turn into that? And that's another aspect to change that, you know, I think people are so impatient that you're going to go through the murkiness when, when you're really, again, weight loss is, is so funny and, and we're, we're just so conditioned to not think about it accurately anyways. But if we put it in the realm of another area, like you're going to learn a language, um, you're not just going to come out the gate speak language right you gotta go through you know the, the basics of you know how am i going to you know how am i gonna uh i gotta need to learn some words i need to learn some verbs i need to learn some tenses you know what i mean like there's there's you, you get caught in the mire the, the muck of it all for a little while and then you come out of that you know with with skills the same thing i play guitar it's it's any skill you learn geez learning your computer mouse right when you first did that it's like oh my god i can't control this thing it's all over the place but you stuck with it, and then all of a sudden it just becomes part of you. You know what I mean? Like in that that process of learning is something. I think this is a societal thing. I swear, like most of the time, we stop really learning, learning, learning stuff, like ten years old. You know what I mean? Like like fourth grade. Like once we stop learning to read and write, 
You know what I mean? Like that's kind of like the big last learning thing we do. We learn a lot of theoretical knowledge. I'm not saying we don't do that, but I'm talking about like actual learning, like like skills, things you can do. And it's such a different thing because, you know, just because you know something doesn't mean you can do it. And I think that's a big confuser in the world, you know, especially with weight loss, because you know what you should do. You know what you should eat and what you shouldn't eat. That's not the problem. Problem is you have very little ability to internalize that, to turn that into behavior. And that's the part everyone always misses. So anyways, um, oh, Jenny just says, thanks for your amazing advice. Jenny from Germany, I've been struggling for 10 years with my weight. Well, you're welcome, Jenny. I'm, I'm glad to help you out. Um, you know, I want to say if, if, if you or anyone on here is not in my world, um, go, you can go, if you're on TikTok, you can go to my bio and click that link and get the hypnosis session. And if you're on YouTube, you can go to the description or you can go to programyourselfin.com and you can go get a free self-hypnosis session. Go get that, listen to it. And there's a training three steps to master your weight. That'll help you even more. Okay. So again, listen to all the podcasts and all the videos is great. Um, but go watch that training and listen to that hypnosis session because the training really is foundational. Um, it's in a very succinct, orderly way. And it'll give you a new systemic paradigm and understanding of how to master your weight. And I think it's really, really valuable. And so if you get value out of the videos and the podcasts, I think this will give you a lot more value. And then if you're, you're really serious, obviously, you know, join the coaching program and work with me. Um, yeah, yeah, right. But yeah, there's no finish line, right? It's an ongoing process of refinement. What a, what a mind shift, you know? And it's one of those mind shifts that makes everything else easier. You know, that, that's the funny part about it. Um, which is why, you know, again, I always say this, but, but your mindset is the biggest thing impacting your weight. More important than your genetics, your hormones, your age, your menopause, any of those things. It's always your mindset and how you're thinking about stuff. And um, that's one of the big ones. Maybe the biggest is to stop thinking about your weight loss as this temporary process, you know, with, where there's this finish line. That's one of the most corrosive beliefs you can have when it comes to losing weight for so many reasons. And as you start to develop a mindset where you look at this is forever. I'm going to do it forever. It, it starts. It takes on a completely different meaning, you know. And um, and it, it's easier, you know, because you don't have to do it all at once now, you know. I'm like like I'm like this like with guitar. Like I've been playing guitar for 30 years, and um, I'm not great. I'm I'm, I'm okay though. Like I, I can do some stuff that that if you never play guitar, you're like holy shit, that's pretty good, <laughs> you know. But um, like I'm I'm not. I've never really committed committed to it, but. In my mind, I'm okay with that. I, I'm just going on forever, and, and I'm that's where I want to be with it, you know. But it's like, what I'm trying to tell you by, by saying this story is that even that, like, like with your weight loss, the way you think about it, I don't know how to put it any other way than it, it's so fucked. <laughs> it's fucked because it's the way you think about weight loss has been implanted there by the diet companies. I, I can't make it any clearer. Um, and the diet company is not on your side, right? All, all the big diet companies, Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz, Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle, the company owns Atkins Food Products, same company owns Onions Pretzels and Cinnabon Pretzel, uh, Cinnabon, uh, the company owns Slim Fast, same company owns Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream. These companies, these diets don't want you to lose weight. They don't help you to lose weight. They're, they're, they're products. They're, they're products that are marketed around one idea, right? Because every diet's one idea. Don't eat carbs. Don't eat for 16 hours. Just eat Mediterranean food. Count your points. It's always one thing because they're, it's like a carnival game. They're trying to take something that's comprehensive and whole and it takes effort and work and they're trying to simplify and make it sound as easy as possible, you know, and which leads you to here where, again, you've been probably trying to lose weight for decades and decades. And if you're really honest with yourself, you will admit that you know as little about how to lose weight now as you did before you started your first diet. You know, that's a problem, right? When you're doing something for 30 years and you haven't gotten any better at it, that's a big problem. You've got to take a step back and look at what have I been doing? And what you'll realize you've been doing is you've just been f trying to force yourself to follow a string of different plans or the same plan over and over again. Um, give me some likes if that's true. Is that true for you? I don't know. You know what I mean? That's a, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions, but do you find yourself consistently? Yeah. Okay. So it's like you just, it's always trying to force yourself to follow a plan. You do it for a little while and then you stop doing it. And then you get motivated again. You try to force yourself to follow some plan, same one, new one, and you do it for a little while, and then you stop doing it. You know, and along the way, here you are now, 10, 20, 30, 40 years later, and you just have a string of failed plans behind you, and you have learned nothing from them. That's the biggest shame of the whole thing, and you need to stop that right now. Um, again, the diet set you up. You're, you're really doing everything in your power to not make a mistake. 
right? The whole, again, it's the all or nothing mindset. And if you're gonna go on a diet and do something extreme to lose weight quickly, you better be perfect. And so there's really no place within the dieting paradigm for learning from your mistakes which was one of the biggest problems because you're gonna make mistakes and mistakes are our greatest teachers. You have to make mistakes in order to learn and grow and evolve. And the diets don't really, that mindset doesn't allow for that, right? You're either on the wagon or off the wagon, you know? You're either perfect or you're nothing. And so, you know, program yourself. Then the whole program is really built around a two minute technique that you use at night. It's a redo technique, a rehearsal technique. You look at the day, you learn from mistakes that you made, and then you project and, and you know program yourself to have a best day tomorrow. And it's this process where we ease off all the pressure. You know, we, We're not gonna kick into a perfect meal plan tomorrow and program yourself then. We're gonna start slow, and we're gonna, you're gonna learn from your mistakes. We're gonna take where you're at now and just improve it systematically and strategically. That is the path to really getting amazing results and mastering things. You know, this idea that you're just going to take something on all of a sudden and do it perfectly, of course, is, is sounds silly because it is silly. You know, it just does not work. And you know this, you've experienced it, but you haven't thought of it this way. You know, and I understand that. But that's why I get on here and say this is really kind of wake you up. Um, it, there's nothing wrong with you. You don't have a willpower problem. You don't have a food addiction problem, most likely. Um, what you have is you have a lack of strategy. You have almost no strategy, um, you know, and uh, that's what your problem is. You have no strategy to shift your mindset, to deal, change your thinking. You have no mindset to change how you feel. And you have no strategy to change how you behave. You know, you have one tool and one tool only, willpower. And it's not, it's, it's not up for the task. And the fact that you don't know that is another problem, right? Because you don't, here you are, right? Again, 10, 20, 30, 40 years into trying to lose weight and you think about it constantly. It's one of the main things you think about in your life and you don't even know how your mind works. And not knowing how your mind works, how would you, you're just, you're winging it, you're, you're in the, a dark room trying to find a light switch. You, you just, you, you have very little chance, right? If you don't know, you have a conscious and a subconscious mind. The conscious part of your mind is your prefrontal cortex. It's the newest evolutionary part of your brain. This is the part of your brain that's logical and rational, that wants you to lose weight, knows why you should lose weight, knows what you should do to lose weight, and tries to get you to do it. It's where your willpower is. And then you have your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is the party that runs all your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And this is the part of your mind that's truly controlling your weight. And when you go on a diet, what you're doing is you're trying to use your conscious mind to force your subconscious mind to act differently. You're trying to use your conscious mind to fight against your subconscious mind. Doesn't it feel that way? Every time you go on a diet, doesn't it feel like you're fighting against yourself the entire time? Because you are. And so the real secret is not to fight against your subconscious mind, it's to use your conscious mind to reprogram your subconscious mind. You're not designed to be consciously making food choices uh, each and every day. You're designed to be on autopilot. Again, I go back to like using a computer mouse. The first time you did that, you, you, you know, again, it was all wobbly and everything. And then, you know, after you did it for a while, it just, you integrated it and it became an automated process. Same thing with writing with your hand. You know, you think you know how to write, but if you, if you actually knew, see like in, intuitively you think you just know how to do things, but if that was true, you'd be able to write with the other hand, no problem, right? You know how to write. You got the information and the knowledge, you know everything there is to know about how to write, but you can't do it with the other hand, which reveals that true learning, really knowing how to do things is not a logical understanding. It's not just information. It's a neurological muscle memory, neural connection thing. You see what I'm saying? And when you think about eating, you got to stop thinking that you're ever going to be able to consciously control all of your eating because your eating is an automated process, like brushing your teeth, right? You don't think about brushing your teeth. You kind of like it's, it's in your mind, but you just do it on autopilot like a robot. The, the, how fast you eat, the foods you crave, the food you consider, when you eat, where you eat, what you eat. It's all pattern based. You're not eating all new stuff in all different places at all different times with all different people every day. Right? You're eating the same things day in and day out, week in and week out, over and over and over again. It, it's that habitual processes that need to transform in order for you to live at your goal weight. And I mean, think of it, you've never thought of it in these words, these terms, these concepts, and, the, and it, which is okay, but the bad part of it is that you take it upon yourself most likely to say, oh, I'm, I'm fucked, there's something wrong with me, I'm broken, I can't lose weight. No matter what I do, I can't lose weight. And that's not true. That's not true. I've tried everything and I can't lose weight. You haven't tried everything, but, and you can lose weight. 
you know, but you have to do it a different method. You can't just consciously force, consciously forcing yourself to eat different. That like imagine if all of a sudden you had to remind yourself to breathe. You had to consciously breathe. We'd all be dead. You know what I mean? Like our brain is not designed to consciously, intentionally micromanage habitual things. It's estimated we make over 200 food decisions a day. You're not already overwhelmed enough as it is in your life. Now you want to take over 200 more decisions. <laughs> you know? Uh, anyways. Bebzils, you're so clear and motivating. Thank you. Oh, you're, you're welcome. I appreciate you saying that. That's what I like to do. I like to be clear and motivating for you all, you know? Especially clear, though. I, I definitely I appreciate you saying that because that's my number one goal. I like to be uh, really practical and clear in, in what I'm saying because... Uh, I don't, I've always liked that a lot anyways, but that's what I do. I'm, I'm a hypnotist, neurolinguistic programming trainer. Um, so even when I'm speaking with you here, I am telling you things, but I'm also speaking to your subconscious mind and uh, shifting your mindset up a bit. You know, this is what I do. So I appreciate you saying that. Uh, Vicky says, we might know how to lose weight, but we don't know how to keep it off. This is the game changer. Yeah, absolutely. Such, a, such an important distinction, right? And no one's ever aiming at keeping it off. You know, that's why in programming self, then we start with your maintenance plan. Because well, it gives a fuck if you can lose some weight, <laughs> you know? That's another funny thing about humans is, like, we could just we just keep repeating the same dumb shit, you know? And it's like you've, you've lost weight in the past and put it back on, you know? So why would in the future be different if you just lost the weight? Why wouldn't you just put it back on again? What, what would have to change in order for you to lose the weight and then keep it off? What would have to change from the past when you've lost weight and put it back on? What would have to be different this time? You can't even answer that question. It's part of the problem, right? Because you just, oh, I just stick with it. No, it's going to be more than that. You'd have to transform your mindset. You'd have to learn to think like a naturally thin and healthy person. What's up, Don? Yes, diets do not work long-term. All about eating for a healthy life. Absolutely. Um, Sober Sarah, how you doing? I am off Ozempic. I only took it for two weeks. It was terrible. <laughs> okay, everyone, you hear this? I say this. I don't say it much anymore because people... Just think I'm shit talking stuff because I don't, because I have a mindset program. Let me guess, you felt really sick? You felt nauseous the whole time? Listen, folks, the Ozempic thing, I mean, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to sit here, you know, I, I watch the Ozempic stuff. I'm not going to get into that conversation, but I will say, you know, just using your, your brains, how long you've been around and how, how many miracle weight loss cures have worked out. Um, I'm looking for an outside fix. Yeah, sober Sarah, you know this. We, we've talked about this before. Try to stop the diet brain and move to a mindset and lifelong goals. Vicky says, oh, so glad we came off the solutions inside you. Absolutely. Okay, thank you. I feel like I'm trying to swim upstream. Thank you. Yep, yep. yep. Keep trying, Sarah, but, but you don't have to keep trying. Do something different, though. Make sure you do that. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, Sarah says she switched addictions. Okay, Elizabeth Ann, I'm on semaglutide compound for three months only. Lost three pounds. Thinking of stopping it, paying out of pocket. I have to lose 20 pounds. I'm 67. Well, Elizabeth, I mean, you... <laughs> so if you're paying out of pocket, for a fraction of that, you could join my program. I'll work with you for the next eight weeks. And, and you'll get more done in those eight weeks than you'd ever on a, a lifetime of that bullshit, you know? Because, of course, you know now. You've experienced it firsthand. I want people to hear this. Again, I'm not say, I'm not here to, to, to... I don't want to put things down that people are using. I just want to be here to lift you up and support you, whatever you, method you choose, whether it's surgery, medication, diets, um, or hopefully a mindset-based approach and working with me. But I just want to help you no matter what you're doing because that's, that's what I'm here for. Um, but I want you to understand that... that there is no simple fix. And I don't want that to scare you because, you know, the, the diet industry has gotten you so obsessed with quick fixes that you waste all your energy looking for a quick fix instead of just dedicating that energy to solving the problem. There is a solution. Again, I, I lay it all out for, for free. Just go get the friggin' hypnosis session I give. Just listen to it. But if you don't want to listen to that, at least watch the training, the three steps to master your weight. Like, you don't even have a paradigm. You don't even have a concept of how to master your weight. Like, like it, it doesn't exist in your mind. You know how to be overweight and you know how to be a dieter and lose weight. You do not know how to like think like a naturally thin person. You don't know how to think like a person who's thin. I promise you. And so that, that's what I go through. It's free. I don't know what else can I do. But Elizabeth Ann, you should definitely watch that and you should really consider getting the program then because 
I don't know, set of glue ties usually in the, the $2,000 a month range, which, you know, you know, it's, I, I share my prices sometimes, you know, to work with me privately, which I don't even, you know, I'm not, I'm not working with people right now. Um, I just have the people I'm working with, but it's $25,000 to work with me, right, privately. And, um, and then my program's $1,000 right now, which is the deal of the century. You should get to work with me as well. But anyways, so I says, oh, you're money hungry and you're greedy and da da da, da. It's like, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that you've got to invest in yourself. You know, this is serious stuff. You've got to invest in yourself. How much does your phone cost, right? How much is your heating bill each month? You got to invest in things that are important. Um, so there's that. But yeah, if you if you were spending that on that stuff, which, because here's the thing with the Ozempic, now it's done. You know, like $2,000 a month. Plus that, I was just, yeah, like here's the worst case in a way. Say you take that and say it does help you lose weight, which it doesn't all the time, okay, everyone? Three, three months, three pounds, okay? So it's, it's not, stop with the, there's always outliers, right? Because what do you see? You scroll through TikTok, what do you do? You always see the people, the, the signs behind them, how long they've been on, how much weight they lost, okay? And so what you got to start looking for is how long, how long you kept it off for. You know, that's the question you really want the answer to. And, um, you know, you got to realize there are no quick fixes, you know, but but there are real solutions. And, and I share it with you, so... Yeah, Elizabeth, you should definitely do that. Cause you're obviously committed. You know, you just, you don't know where to go. So I'll help you. Go watch the training. I always feel like a failure, but learning that's not true. Yeah, you're not a failure, Lev. There's no failure. I literally just made the video. There's no failure. It doesn't exist until you quit. Okay. And so in in the program, we always this is an NLP presupposition. There's no failure. There's only feedback. And if you take if you really buy into that and absorb that, um, it's very powerful because there is no failure. There's only figuring out a better way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vicky says, yeah, it does feel like that initially, but please listen to Jim. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, foods turn, you're not addicted, like mindless. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's probably true, Don, right? What's up, Mr. Independent? Yeah, I'm a mindless eater as well. Yep. You're not a failure. It's conditioned belief. You can learn to stand up to it. Yeah, absolutely, Vicky. Good call, right? This is sick. Things changing my mindset about food has changed my journey. You're so helpful. Thank you always. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Mindset's everything. In it's obvious like like that's why like people listen to me and it's like it's not rocket science like i'm not i'm not out here you know spitting complicated concepts uh it's just that we never think of it this way you know it, it's, it's a paradigm shift but when you really start going mindset first you start realizing holy shit the mindset is controlling all of it all of it how you think about yourself how you think about the food how you think about your weight how you think about you know relationship everything that affects your weight is is filtered through your mindset and so if you change your mindset, you change everything, you know, and you start to realize that that absolutely was the missing piece. The piece you never learn, by the way, what diet is teaching about mindset? You know, like, like Weight Watchers gives it lip service and says it, but that they have no mindset program, you know, mindset program, program yourself. Then you get a five minute hypnosis. I, first of all, cause I know you, I know, I know what works. I know it needs to be practical for it to work. So I know the hardest part of change is remembering to change. So when I deliver the, the program yourself in through your phone, and so every morning you wake up, there's a message from me, because I know you're gonna look at your phone in the morning, and you click on that message, and you listen to a five minute hypnosis session. So you start your day relaxed and calm with all this positive stuff in your mind. Each session has a core weight loss mantra in it. And um, then you go about your day, that's it. And you naturally start being more aware of your reading, making healthier food choices. Then at night you get another reminder. Do your two minute programming session, do your redo rehearsal technique, and then there's a 10 minute hypnosis session. Right? So you're bookending your day with these positive messages and, and mindset development. And then there's a workbook you go through so you develop your own weight mastery blueprints, your roadmaps to limit your goal weight. So it's, it's very clear. You know, there's a hypnosis library, there's coaching with me. I mean, it's just, I only say that to you just to, just to point out that, that these other pro, like I'm just gonna give you a piece of paper with a diet plan on it and you're just gonna follow that and succeed. Like, why would that work? You know, that, that's not even the problem. The problem isn't that you don't know what to do. The problem is you can't get yourself to do it. And no one's ever shown you how to get yourself to do it. You know, I, I feel like I'm one of the only ones. I've been doing this for 20 years professionally. I had to create all this stuff myself. I really did. There was no system out there. I could just like learn it and do it. I would have loved that. I'm, I'm always, I'm, I'm obsessed with this stuff. Done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. Reading 50 books a year. I'm just like, I'm constantly thinking about this. Because for me, this isn't just losing weight and wearing a, a looking good at the beach. This is about life and death, right? My dad died at 54 of a heart attack. So it's like, you know, your weight and your lifestyle, I want you to live as long as you possibly can. I want you to have the best quality of life while you're doing it. 
And um, I mean, at the end of the day, and I always say this, but, but weight loss, you really have to wrap it in personal development. So program yourself to really isn't a weight loss program, it's a personal development program. So, because wanting to lose weight isn't enough motivation. Believe it or don't, it doesn't matter, but um, you need to make this about more. So I'd suggest you make this about being the best version of yourself you possibly can be. And one aspect of that's weighing what you want to weigh, but there's way more motivation that way. And so it's a bigger, it's a bigger goal. But part of what, listen, the obesity, it's, a, it's an epidemic, man. It, the, there's an obesity epidemic. 75% of the population in America is overweight or obese. You know what I mean? Like, like this, this isn't just some some uncomfortable. Oh, I don't feel good. I don't look good. This is literally life and death. Type two diabetes, heart disease, cancers, all of these things are correlated to being obese. And so people are minimizing. You know how you get people that that high numbers to be overweight and obese is there's a constant conditioning of minimizing the effect these foods are having on us. So this is this is important stuff. You know and that's why I'm here. Um, People say you have to work hard to lose weight, but I know people that don't have to work at it. Yeah, Luke, I, I mean, it's, it's 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 like hard work to learn. It's not, I mean, it's a hard work. It's You have to be persistent, I will say that. But the program yourself then, I mean, people are always like, it's the easiest way, you know, is it easy? I mean, it's not easy, you have to, you have to listen to your sessions, you know, you gotta fill out the workbook, you have to like, you know, listen to the trainings and, and you have to show up, so there's that. But it's like a plan that make, it makes sense. So that's what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to like convey to you is that if you're really honest with yourself, like you're always thinking about losing 50 pounds, but you don't you don't know how to lose five pounds. You know what I mean? Like you you have like almost no understanding of how it's not the fucking information, right? If you if you follow another friggin' meal plan, if you think a meal plan is gonna be the answer, I, I mean you've gotta stop thinking that way. That's not the problem. The problem is you got your meal plan. Okay, I'm not gonna eat sugar today. No carbs today. Okay, great. But then all of a sudden by the afternoon, every cell of your body is screaming out for carbs. And you, you have no idea how to deal with that. That's the problem. You know what I mean? It's not the meal plan, right? I mean, most people have lost weight and then they put it back on. So if you've lost weight, you know you can do it. Why just stop following it? It's, a, it's all mindset. Oh. It makes me so sad. It's so sad because it's like, I, you know, I was doing a call. I was doing, so every, in the program, every Tuesday and Thursday, we have live coaching calls. You, you literally work with me. I'm not trying to be conceited here, but I'm like, there are not too many, there are not too many of me in the world. <laughs> right? There aren't too many people that have done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. And what's a weight loss session? right? Because no one's doing what I do. I'll be dead honest. Like, like no one. And so this lady gets on the call yesterday and, um, she's been on the program for about three weeks, two weeks. And she goes, eh, I'm feeling kind of discouraged. So, okay, well, what's going on? She goes, well, I'm down three, four pounds. Um, but I don't know. I just feel kind of discouraged. I said, great, great. <laughs> right. Because I, first I just love anyone gets on there. And I said to her, I said, listen, I'm like, before we even get into our whole thing, I'm like, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions, not not even one time, and I mean this, I'm, I'm being dead honest, not one time have I not been able to turn someone around. Like, like, that's what I do. And that's a rare thing. Usually when it comes to weight loss, you get the dietitians, nutritionists, the personal trainers, maybe a doctor, um, and what are they doing? They're telling you what to do. Who's helping you get yourself to do it? Because I'm not a therapist, we're not gonna go down the, the down, <laughs> you know, trauma road and just dealing with all your traumas forever. Um, we, we look back occasionally to, to understand some things, but it's really a focus. How do we get up here where you want to be? It's just no one's doing this, you know? But um, so anyways, I, so, so we worked together and we, and we and turned her right around. I mean, she, she left the call beaming, you know? It's, this is what I'm trying to say. It's not, you know, to me, it's, it's not a magical thing anymore because it's like, I, I just know what I'm doing with it. But what I'm saying is you, you have no idea. <laughs> You, you have no idea how to turn yourself from feeling discouraged to feeling motivated, from feeling frustrated to feeling inspired, from feeling down to feeling happier. You, you, like you have, no, you have no strategies at all to, to do that. I didn't have any strategies at all. 30 years ago, I was 50 pounds heavier. I was a binge drinker. I was eating like crazy and I was depressed. Same me. Everything was the same except for what was between my head. And again, just, just life smiled down on me and, and I got to see... You know, I came in contact with, with hypnosis, yoga, meditation, martial arts, guitar, all, all in like a month span, grabbed onto it and, and it's been life-changing. So it, it's really, it's learning strategies that are practical and you've got zero of them. 
you know, and, and that's your main problem when it comes to weight, you know. Um, but yeah, so so the goal, by the way, though, is is how do I how do I master my weight? Here's the goal. Also, take this, please. You should write this down. Stop focusing on losing weight and start focusing on how can I get to my goal weight and live the rest of my life at my goal weight on near autopilot. I want to live my life at my goal weight on near autopilot. That's you should write that in big letters and look at it every day. That's your goal, okay? Not to not just to uh, lose weight because you have tried losing weight and uh, what happens is you lose the weight and then you put it back on. You know, you need to upgrade that goal. And that goal means everything because that goal subconsciously has you looking, it's a different concept. It's like standing in two different rooms. And, or no, 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 it's like looking through two different glasses, you know, and, and one's like rose colored and one's shit colored. And so the diet, like when you're looking at that world, it's like you're thinking and seeing things in a certain way. And when you start focusing on living at your goal weight, you see things differently. And it makes all the difference in the world. Um, I guess they were programmed better from childhood. Well, yeah, there's programming for sure. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of factors. You know what I mean? Like that that is the interesting question. Like the nature nurture thing. Like what makes someone who's naturally thin a thin person? And I find that fascinating. But I will tell you, I mean, my whole career has been helping people, especially like my my the avatar my my client over the years is is a woman in her fifties. You know, sometimes 40s, sometimes 60s. But on average, it's a woman in her 50s, um, smart, you know, very smart, always overthinkers. I will say that's one common factor. Um, a lot of times successful professionally, successful in whatever they focused on in life, and then they struggle with the weight. So they're in the ballpark of menopause, peripost, you know, in it, and they're losing weight, you know? So, so what I have learned is that when it comes to weight loss, it really is way more nurture over nature, no matter what your genetics are. And genetics are a real thing, by the way. Okay, so I'm not I'm not pretending that there's no physical realities to weight loss. There absolutely are, but those pale in comparison to your mindset. You know, those genetics may make it slower for your weight loss. Who gives a fuck? Because you have to stop thinking about the weight loss phase. The weight loss phase is this long, folks. In in context, you're never thinking about in this context because you just you zoom into the weight loss phase and that's all you think about. But in reality, it's only going to take you a couple months, couple years to lose the weight, and then. You're going to live the rest of your life at that weight. So who gives a shit if it takes a year or two years to get down to your goal weight if you do it in a way that's going to allow you to live there forever? Thanks, Todd. I love, the, love those little bears. Um, hey, what's up, Erica? Happy Friday to you. I was listening to your lives while I work. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like I said, Erica, just as much as you put in there, Erica's doing the program. And uh, yeah, the more you put that stuff in your mind, uh, it just changes the way you think. Again, this isn't rocket science. You See, here's the thing. I'm going to go into my conspiracy theory. I think like in our culture, you know, hypnosis used to be a very respected thing. You know, in, in the early-ish, you know, up till like the 1930s or so, hypnosis was very respected. It was used in the medical establishment because they were using it for anesthesia. And, and then that was leading to using it in different areas as well, therapeutically and all different things because they didn't have anesthesias. So they were using hypnosis. And so it was respected. Then all of a sudden they had chemical anesthesias and, and all of a sudden hypnosis became goofy. These stage shows and goofy, you know, your Dracula hypnotizing people, goofy stuff. And um, I don't know, you know, but but I don't know why that happened, but they, so they, they make hypnosis seem like it's a goofy thing. But then every single commercial you're watching is hypnosis. Every commercial you see is a little mini hypnosis session. And so, you know, when we wonder like why why am I so addicted to food? Well, if you're watching TV, you know, every hour of TV you're watching, you're probably getting 10, 15 minutes of food hypnosis, you know, increasing your desire to eat that food, increasing your cravings, all of it. So you don't, you don't realize that, you don't see that, you don't think about that. And so you just assume it's natural to crave all these healthy, these unhealthy foods and, and eat this way. And so it's not. And you can just as easily change your mindset by putting different hypnosis in your mind. I mean, that's what the program herself then, that's part of it, is getting that consistent hypnosis in your mind. Listening to me, you know, teach you all these mindset secrets in a sense. I mean, they're not secrets, they're just components of a naturally thin person. How you think about your motivation, how you think about your self-image, how you think about your habits, how you think about your emotions, how you, the questions you ask, how you talk to yourself, how you think about your maintenance, how you think about your lifestyle, how you think about your eating, right? There's a lot to it. And to figure it out on your own, I mean, I've been doing it for 30 years personally, 20 years professionally. 
I'm obsessed with it, always getting more and more strategies. Vicky just shared a strategy the other day. You know, she, she's been studying this a while. She just discovered strategy. Like, that's what makes it fun, though, folks, is you want to get on a path of mastery because it's so fun because it taps into this intrinsic human motivation that we all have to just get a little bit better. That's what's the most motivating thing. It'll motivate you now. It'll motivate you when you're 150. You know, the, the weight loss won't because you get to, you lose the weight and then that's over with, you know? So there needs to be more to this, you know? Anyways. Um, yep. My stepmom works in the OR and she said people have colonoscopies that have been on Ozempic are very backed up. Interesting. That's interesting. Listen, I, I, when it comes to Ozempic and the semaglutide, you know, where are we going to be? Ten years from now? Five years from now? Is everyone going to be on that because it's so amazing? Is that what we think? I mean, you know, I don't know. Come on, folks. we all been around the block a bit here, right? How, how many times has, has the miracle thing come out and it turned out to not be a miracle? I mean, I don't know. To me, there's one path. And, and not only that, but it's not just the fucking weight loss, right? It's not just the weight loss. Who cares if all of a sudden your appetite hits the, gra the ground because you feel nauseous all the time? Um, is that how you want to live your life? I mean, is that, that you feeling your best with this intense medication in you? It's an intense medicine. It's, it's designed, you know, it's for type 2 diabetics to make them produce more insulin. Again, another, another, ah, I'm not going to get into it. But uh, anyways, um, Yeah, yeah. I lost 22 pounds on sex and then I put it back on. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I wouldn't want to put, I wouldn't want to base my weight mastery on a medicine that I wasn't in control of. But everyone has to make their own choices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jim speaks the truth. It's all about your mindset. It's easy. That's right, yeah. And when it's not easy, you know, and sometimes it's not easy. I mean, the process is you, you bounce up against barriers, you know, and, and challenges. But when it's not easy, you kind of take a step back and relax and look for an easier way. You know what I mean? Like, that, that, that's, that's the process of improving and mastering, you know? Um, this independence, it was so difficult to stop snacking on sweets crisp late at night. Now I think before I eat and why. Great job. Great job, Miss Independent. Um, you to start with your maintenance program. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, closing the kitchen after dinner. Yeah, water only. That's great. Yeah, that's that was a big one for me too. Yeah, stop eating after dinner is so huge, for sure. <laughs> Meal plans, right? Any tips for breaking diet coke habit? Zero calories, but spikes in insulins and cravings help. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I, you know, that's my thing. Zero calories, and again, that that's the big thing. The calorie lie. It's just like just focus on the calories. I think that's short-sighted. But, yeah, the diet soda, I don't want to put that shit in my body. It doesn't help you out, you know. And the big reason is for me, because there's all sorts of reasons, but one of the big ones that I think about a lot is that it calibrates your your taste, your tongue, for, for very unnaturally sweet flavors. And so if you're drinking those sweeteners that have no calories in it, they're super sweet. And so they calibrate your, your flavors have to be up here for you to enjoy it. And so you go and eat a fruit or a vegetable afterwards, it tastes very bland. You know, so by drinking diet sodas and using artificial sweeteners, you're basically making yourself not enjoy natural flavors. And so that that's enough for me not to do it, you know. Yeah, sparkling waters, that's great, yeah. I mean, sparkling waters are good. Those those natural ones, I think those are good good ones. I love you're all there for the hard stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure, right? You know that, Vicky. We go through the hard stuff all the time. I, I love going through the hard stuff with people. That, that's my favorite thing in the world, you know. Love the Croix's. Um. <laughs> so yeah, let me see here. I'm moving through the questions. I was guys talking so long, I've missed like 25 questions. Oh yeah, yeah, right by yeah. John, Don just wrote this. Um, yeah, if, you're, if, you're, if you haven't opted into my my thing again, I don't know, but. Um, not only, I, I give you a, a self-hypnosis session. It's a customized hypnosis session, which by the way, it's a custom hypnosis. I never mentioned that. I'm like, oh, I'll give you the new thin me session. It's a kickstart session, whatever. It's customized to you, right? So you fill in like your age, um, age range, weight, how much weight you want to lose, male, female, motivation. <laughs> and then um, what I'm working on, this is so cool. It's a, it's a seven day program where I send you, it's a customized program based on those answers to help you lose weight. So that's coming down the pike too. I give you the training three steps to master your weight. I email you every day. 
with, with motivational coaching emails, t- teaching you stuff, training you stuff, keeping you supported, all that. It's all free. <laughs> you know, just go sign up. It's free. Um, what's up, Jelly? I found a product that has helped me stop binging, craving, and helps with the money back. I see you writing that, Jelly. I, I don't know about that product. That, it doesn't, that doesn't sound good to me. I don't know. It's something about that doesn't sound right to me. I honestly feel guilty that I don't pay for this program. <laughs> you don't have to feel guilty. It's it's there for it's there. I mean, you should get the program. I even I somewhat like last month I started offering a version of it without the coaching, um, which, which is a more affordable option for people. So it's there. Um, you know, you, you really got to get the program because the program is just a million times better. Why don't I give that away for free? I've given programs away for free, and, and overall people don't use them because we live in we just let's be honest. We live in a culture. You know, money talks, bullshit walks, and. I've tested this out. I've been doing this for 20 years. I've tested all kinds of things, just giving them away for free. All values too. And there is the, the random outlier that will get results out of it. But the vast majority don't value it and don't use it. And over, over and over again, what I have found is that people invest in themselves, get the best results just on a whole. And so that's why I do it. But, but again, I just put that new, the, that program for $300 is it's the most incredible. Let's just compare this. Let's just think of another hypnosis program, right? So I know there's hypnosis programs out there. Say you go work with a hypnotist. I don't want to shit talk hypnotists, my colleagues and stuff, but let's be honest, a lot of hypnotists are part-time hypnotists doing a little bit. Um, and you know, you're going to spend a hundred, 150, $200 a session with them, right? So that, that program without working with me is $300. So for two, three sessions working with a hypnotist who may or may not have the experience I have, you get three sessions, right? 300 bucks, you get eight weeks of hypnosis sessions. You get, there's a hypnosis library with 25 hypnosis sessions in it. There are just hours of trainings teaching you everything you need to know to create a mindset, lifestyle, and eating blueprint that you can follow for the rest of your life to live at your weight. There's hypnosis sessions every morning, every night that come automatically through your phone. And most importantly, I teach you the program yourself in technique, which is how you program your own subconscious mind. It takes a minute or two. And, um, I don't know. I, I just, it's crazy. But, but hey, whatever. You know what I mean? Go, go check it out if you're interested. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's right, Don. Yeah, yeah. You're looking for magic. Start with the next meal. It's so true. That's so true. That's so true. Starting right now, it's, it's hard because it's like, yeah, everyone just wants fast results. Again, it's not really your fault. Um, but what's your personal experience with weight loss, obesity? Um, yeah, I was 50 pounds heavier. 30 years ago, I was 50 pounds heavier. Um, it was a combo, you know, like, like it was, I was looking like, you know, where I came from, right? Everyone was overweight around me growing up. And, uh, it was like, I always say like my last name's Katsoulis, right? So, so it's the Greek, you know, there's the Greek within the American. It's like a double stuffed pizza, right? Um, it's, it's just two bad mindsets for, for controlling your weight, you know, wrapped in one. And uh, my dad, on top of that, was like, he was known as an eater, right? Literally, I always say this. He was literally known as an eater. Greatest guy I ever knew. I, hard worker, wicked funny, just such an awesome, awesome person. Um, ran a muffler shop, you know, his own muffler shop. He's awesome. And... Um, but he was an eater. That's just, that's what he did. That was like his, his thing. He loved eating. He knew every restaurant, every Greek restaurant up and down the coast. And so uh, that was another third part of it. Because I remember like growing up, I just wanted to be like him. And so I would just eat crazy stuff, like like lobsters and clams when I was a, a kid, you know, and people were like, oh my God. But I just want to be like him, you know? And so one of the hardest parts of really like becoming thin for me, long-term, because anyone can lose weight, you know what I mean? Like, like I'm going to do that. But it's changing that identity, you know, and, and it does, I don't know if this makes sense to you, but this is the level you have to think on. This is the level that's controlling your weight. So much it was like, well, if I don't eat these foods, you know, and then my mom, right? My mom, that's how she showed love. And so like changing how I ate, it was like, okay, now I'm not gonna be like my dad. And now I'm gonna kind of cut my mom off and I'm not gonna, you know, accept this love from her, you know? And, and now, now I'm weird. I, I did not get a lot of support. You know, luckily I had my, my, my wife who was my girlfriend at the time, thank God, you know, but there was no support coming at me as I started getting into health and, and eating better. You know, I mean, people say, what are you starting to call it? What are you, health nut, weirdo? You know, it was all this negative stuff coming at me, right? Which was weird because my dad died of a heart attack at 54. You thought people were like, oh, great job. You're getting on the right path. You don't go down that path. Uh, I don't know. 
So, anyways, I don't know. That, that's my experience. It's, it's all this inside-out thing, you know what I mean, ultimately. How can I lose weight and keep it off? Um, it change your mindset. Um, <laughs> Joe, what do you find very easy? What do, what do you got? I feel like you're trying to you're trying to pick something. <laughs> Throwing up. Uh, what was the quote to put on my mirror again? Oh, yeah, yeah. To Not just to lose weight. You want to live at your goal weight on near autopilot for the rest of your life. Okay? That's the goal. That's the real goal. All right? You're my favorite person on here. Whenever I'm having a hard day, I think of what you would say and have said in your videos. That's awesome, Amy. That's what that's what I'm doing this for. I want to become, and that's what I am for my clients, is I, I want to become kind of this, this surrogate voice inside their head that's positive, supportive, and encouraging. You know? Talk about something that people don't really have. Um, you're not getting positive, supportive messages in this culture, you know? You're getting marketing messages. It's funny, I was watching even like, I was watching this show, I wasn't watching, my daughter was watching it, it was something like Weird Eaters or something, but it's people that eat like, I don't know, tartar sauce 100 times a day or whatever, whatever. And JJ Virgin was on it, right? Well, I don't know if you know her, right? But again, it's just more of the same stuff. It's just like, it's just like talking to these people, hey, what you're doing is wrong. <laughs> like, no shit. But how do you get someone to change it? We well, have to help them change how they're thinking about things you know again it's just i don't know that's what hooked me on nlp i remember reading this a long time ago and this is what hooked me i remember i was i was 19 reading this and they were saying everyone's tells you what to do and no one ever shows you how to get yourself to do it and i was like yes that's that's so right because you know in my life the guy i learned the most about diets from was a family friend he was a 500 pound comedian he spent the last 20 years of his life in a wheelchair but this guy would get a different diet every other week. And I'm talking like expensive diets, meal plans, he tried everything. He knew everything about diets. He would talk to me about me, tell me what this one was, all the rest of it, but he could never stick with it. And I'm telling you, the big shift for me is realizing that, and then neuro-linguistic program is really about role modeling, finding the people getting the results that you want and finding out how they're doing it. And so a big part of my journey was going to, the, a lot of people were at the Y's where I started, and I found people that had lost weight and kept it off for a couple of years at least. And I would talk to them, how'd you do it? Not just what did you eat and how'd you exercise? How did you, what, did, what happened? How did you change how you thought about things? What, what shifted inside of you? That was the secret. And that, that really was very clear. That quickly got me off like, cause everyone tell you what to do. Everyone knows what to do. The problem is how do you get yourself to do it? And that's information that very few people have. Very few people talk about. That's why I'm saying if you go if you go to my bio and link and listen to the hypnosis session and watch that training, Three Steps to Master Your Weight, it's information that you're not thinking in. You, you don't think these ways. And once you do, it's, it's a game changer because you have no internal paradigm. You have no internal roadmap for how to be a thin, healthy person. You've got a roadmap for being overweight and you've got a roadmap for dieting. And that's it. And you just you bebop between those two. And never do you really focus on how can I live at my goal weight forever? How can I think, feel, and live like a naturally thin person? You don't think that way, and you don't have, you don't have like the granular understanding of how to do that. And, and that training breaks that down for you. you know? But that's awesome, Amy. Good job. Good job. <laughs> that is good. Well, what is it, Jilly? What is it? A multi-level marketing thing? He really is amazing, isn't he? Thank you. Thank you. Um, can you do a hypnosis session to speak to women easily? <laughs> That's a good one. I know I will do stuff like that. Actually, maybe I will. I, I have another TikTok channel um, that is, uh, I, I do more hypnosis stuff. But yeah, I, I've, I've worked with people with that exact thing. Cause I, when I first started, I started a, a hypnosis office. I do more general stuff. And I've done a lot of, you know, just random things over the years. Weight loss has always been my main focus. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's important that, uh, okay, let's just talk about that real quick because I think sometimes understanding something within a different context can be helpful. So like, like if we're scared to speak to women, right? Usually that fear, how do, you, how do you create that fear, right? It's because you're imagining speaking to them and you're imagining a negative response most likely, you see? And so you're subconsciously, you have this movie you're playing and it's causing you to feel anxious and nervous, right? You're not just feeling nervous. This is what I try to say to everyone. Like your cravings for food aren't just happening. You're running a subconscious process that's creating those feelings. And you're you're just aware of it. All of a sudden the craving comes up and you're trying to use willpower to stop it. That, that's your whole method. You try to use willpower. Let me stop those cravings. What I'm doing is I'm, just, I'm going under and I'm saying, how are you generating those cravings? Oh, I'm thinking this way. I'm anticipating this. I'm looking forward to that. I'm making myself too hungry. I'm getting emotional. Don't There's all this, this subconscious stuff going on. 
you have no awareness of it, you know? So the same thing's happening with the women is that you are you have this movie you're watching in the background of you going up and talking to them, them rejecting you, you feeling absolutely destroyed before anything happens. And so how do we explain that? Well, that's your imagination, which is the language of the subconscious mind. And so it stops you before you do it. So the solution is the opposite of that. You know, the solution is that you imagine speaking to a woman and you imagine it going really well. You know, now there's more to it than that. You know, the, the way you're probably imagining talking to him is probably schmucky, <laughs> you know? So it's like, if you're more relaxed and calm and you're just yourself and you realize going up to a woman and talking to her, and instead of thinking like, you know, you're trying to get something out of it, if you go up to it and say, this looks like an attractive person I'd like to get to know, let's see if it's a good fit. Let me just be myself. I'm not gonna try and pretend I'm something I'm not, because if it's something that's gonna work, I just wanna be myself. And if it's not a good fit right from the beginning, if I'm myself and it doesn't work out, I'd like to know that right from the beginning. So I'm gonna just act like myself. No, we'll just see where the chips lie, who cares? She likes me, she doesn't like me, she tells me to go screw, whatever. At least I'm just being myself. You see, so, so now you're developing a much more robust, you know, way to go up to this person and way to be in life. And so this affects everything in life, you know? Um, yep, yep. Let's see, let's see. In my opinion, the things are short-term when you can stop old habits, creep on, and wheat comes away. Yep, yep, for sure. Um, oh, I get it. Been there fine then. What was your heaviest? Um, my heaviest, I don't, I don't like to go into specific numbers, but I was, I was 50, 54 pounds heavier than I am right now. So I don't like going into specific numbers because just numbers mean different things to different people. You know, I, I, that's, a, that's not like a cop-out, but I just don't like it because once you say a number, I, I, just, I don't like saying that. I don't say my number now. I don't like my BMI numbers. Everyone's journey is their own journey, you know, to be on. And so um, I like speaking in, you know, kind of relative ways rather than absolute ways. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Try eating undistracted. Yeah, yeah, no TV phones, be present. That's so true. That, that's a big one. Once you start working on that, you start realizing that... Uh, yeah, mindless eating is, is obviously a recipe to put weight on most of the time. Are there food plans, recipes, recommended dishes, macros in your program? Um, yeah, I mean, I go through, again, you know, with the eating plan that we create in the program, it's really, there. there's general guidelines, which are simple. I mean, I'll tell you that, well, it's not simple because it's not how you think, but it's more based around real common sense nourishment concepts. Um, and then you, you figure out what you want to eat. You know, so again, it's a fill in the blank template is what you get. There's a mindset template, lifestyle template, eating template. And I give you some strategies and rules to kind of start out, but then you've got to fill it in with what works for you. You know what I mean? That's very important. I wouldn't just give you my plan because you probably don't like to eat what I like to eat. So what would be the point of that? And so, um, you know, instead what we want to do is we want to, um, you know, we, we want to figure out, you know, again, there's a structure and there's a philosophy behind it, but then there's, what do you want to do? You know what I mean? Like, how do you want to fill this out? So, but there's a lot of training. You know, I never talk about this. There is literally like six, seven hours of like nourishment training. If, if you so decide you need that and want to go in there. So I never talk about that. I mean, there, there's, this is the most complete weight mastery program and you get lifetime access to it. It's not like there's a time thing with it, but it's, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's so yeah, not recipes. I don't really go into recipes, but I go through kind of, um, the best foods to eat and, and how to understand that. And so I don't get into the specifics of it. Again, the general concepts. I think that's a big piece that's missing. I think with a lot of the diets, they try and give you specific things you should eat. What happens is you you don't learn the context of how to make better food choices. You know, it's kind of like I'll give you an example because I've done this with guitar. Like when I first started playing guitar, I would study just like tab. It, it, what tab is? It's just like it would show you the strings, which which notes to play. And basically what I was doing is I was like, I was being like a parrot. I was mimicking songs, you know? So I could play a song, but that was it. I didn't understand the theory behind it. I, understand all, I couldn't change keys. I just understood that's how I could play this version of the song. And as I progressed, and I'm not great at it, but I'm always working on it, I'm really looking to gain more of a mastery and understanding of the, the deeper understandings of music so that, you know, I can understand you know, how to change keys and all this other stuff. So that's what I want for you with the food. I don't want to give you a specific meal plan, just eat this, because then you don't understand why we're choosing that. And so once you understand the deeper concepts for how to choose the right foods, then you can look at like a keto and you can say, oh, that's the good part and that's the part I don't, I don't need and I don't like. Um, oh, intermittent fasting, oh, that's why that's good and, and then I don't like that part. And you can start making more informed decisions 
for your own personal plan. Yeah, I hope that makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my friend in New Jersey. Uh, from Massachusetts, right? I feel like Massachusetts, New Jersey, God. I, I feel like we're like, uh, what do they call it? Like, they have like sister cities. I don't know if you know that, right? I, was, I used to live in Burlington, Vermont, and they were called like Portland, Oregon. It was like the sister city or something. But I always feel like New Jersey and Massachusetts have, have some kind of bond or something. Uh, Vicky says, no, the program is diagnostic. Yep, it's all about mindset, lifestyle, and these strategies. Thank you, Vicky. Yeah, that was a better answer than I gave. <laughs> yeah, it is diagnostic, right? I love that idea because you can do whatever you want. Like it's, um, all right, Sarah, you up in New Hampshire. I used to live in New Hampshire. I lived in New Hampshire for a while. I was up uh, the Keenway. I lived in New Ipswich for a while. It was a pretty random place to, to live. Um, but yeah, yeah, diagnostic. I, I like that idea because, again, you know, I have people in the program. Some of them are carnivores, you know, keto, one meal a day, all the rest of it. Um, all right, yeah, Dover, nice, nice. That's a nice place. Um, so yeah, the, the program's really, again, it's about, it's not about telling you what to do, it's about showing you how to get yourself to be able to create a plan that works for you, you know? The goal is that by the end of the eight weeks, you've got these roadmaps for yourself, you know, an eating roadmap for how to structure your reading, um, a lifestyle roadmap for how to live a healthier lifestyle. You know, again, there's eight habits we go through. Which, again, eight habits, holy shit, that sounds like a lot, but I understand that. So it's like I show you a master ritual where you do six of those habits in two, three minutes. You know what I mean? Because it's about making it easy at first. And then once it's it's installed and you do in two or three minutes, then you can start doing it for five minutes. Then you can do it for 10 minutes, you know? But again, this program in my book, everything's about practicality. And, and I think that's one of the key differences between this and a lot of weight loss. Because every weight loss thing out there is just giving you okay, do this, do this perfect plan in order to lose weight the fastest. That's really what they're saying. And that's not a realistic, practical approach. You know, I'm sorry to say that, but you have to let that go. You know, it's just not a practical long-term solution because you're going to make mistakes and you're not going to be able, you're not going to be able to, uh, to be perfect, you know? So don't organize around that. Don't, don't even make that your goal to be perfect. I hope that doesn't sound strange. I would suggest instead, yeah, here, I, I just made a video on this. Um, most people are all or nothing, right? And so you're usually nothing, not really doing much, not thinking about too much, and all of a sudden you get really motivated and now you say, oh, so I'm gonna do everything perfect, right? Because every every plan, you're starting day one being perfect and you do that for a little bit and then you end up going back to doing nothing and you just keep repeating the cycle over and over and over and over and over again, okay? So in program yourself, then we're all or something. So instead of really focusing on the all, I mean, yeah, sometimes you can be all, right? We got super motivated, life's working out, we don't have to work, everything's cool. Great, do all, okay? But you ain't gonna stay there. And so instead what we wanna focus on is it's not being nothing. Let's go from being nothing to being something. That creates weight loss too, okay? And so this is the better weight loss though because it's way easier and it's usually more long lasting. And so this is the difference, right? Because you're thinking some imaginary world where you go from nothing to all forever. And you think you're just gonna be this all thing forever. Has it ever worked for you? Have you ever gotten close to that? <laughs> I'm trying to be an asshole here, I'm just trying to be honest, right? It, it just never happens. So you know what's way easier? Is to be a little more something, then a little more something, a little more something, a little more something, a little more something. Oh shit, I'm at my goal weight. It was pretty easy, it wasn't that hard? <laughs> I don't know. Is that crazy? What a crazy thought, right? I don't know. A lot of stuff is like, it's. It's obvious once you hear it, but you just, it's hard to think about it. I would say that that's the funniest part. That's why Vicky was, um, I don't want to read what you're saying. Your program has taught me that being thin is a skill set that can be learned and mastered. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. If Vicky, Vicky taught me something the other day on a call we were doing, and we were both laughing because it's so easy, but like neither of us had thought of it, right? I spent my whole life thinking about this shit, and I never thought it's so obvious, um, which is that, you know, we we're talking about steps, getting steps, and she'd heard someone say, like, they'll get up and just like march in place for a few minutes you know, and get like, you know, a thousand steps or whatever. And they do that a couple times a day. I was like, damn, that's brilliant. You know, especially a day like today, it was like all pouring rain around me. So I didn't go for a walk, you know? And so it's like, okay, that's cool. You know, but that's the fun part. It's like, you just keep accumulating strategies. You know, it, it turns into a game. You know, that's what you want to do is you want to make this, people approach their weight loss like it's the most miserable thing in the world. And instead we want to approach it like it's a game where we're accumulating strategies, we're developing skill to master our weight so it's easy and automatic. I'm sitting here telling you, and I'm being completely honest with you. I've been the same way for 30 years. I had one blip about 12 years ago, but um, I master my weight because I love 
Like I love the way I live. I love the way that I eat. And I imagine myself eating and living this way for the next hundred years. Like I love it. I'm sure I'll make some improvements I can't imagine right now. And there'll be new tweaks. So I'm excited to see where that goes. But even right now, like I, I love it. And so um, that's where you want to be, you know, because now I'm set up for life. So um, I did this today too. Yeah, it took me six and a half minutes to a thousand steps. Yeah, right. So that was it. Yeah, you march in place. There you go. Six and a half minutes to a thousand steps. That's awesome, right? That's, that's, a, that's such a great strategy. We were just laughing because it's like, that's the funny thing I've noticed is like so often it's like the simplest, easiest thing. You just never thought of it, you know? And it's like, I love finding those things. And that's the path I'm on of just finding these simple, easy things um, that I can implement. But that's what I'm looking for too. I'm always looking for simple, easy things. I'm not looking for really difficult things to take on. Like, I don't want to do that. And so, you know, if you go about this path of looking for the easiest, simplest things, you know, it, it takes a little longer maybe, but not really. Because what, what is fast, right? I always like to say this. What's faster weight loss? To lose um, five pounds in a week and then not be able to stick with it and put it back on? Or to lose five pounds over a month in a comfortable way that you can maintain so that you can lose another five pounds a month after, you know? And so you get addicted to like looking for simple, easy strategies and you just accumulate them. And after a year or after a couple months, after a couple years, you've got this robust system you know, that, that, that you're, you're at your goal weight and you can just let go of all the bullshit of trying to lose weight and all the stuff that you're constantly thinking about just fade away. And you just get to live your life, you know, and enjoy yourself and be the person you want to be. All right, everyone, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, yeah, but again, you, uh, if you're liking what you're hearing, first off, go to my bio, get that hypnosis session, watch that training, Three Steps to Master Your Weight, uh, and watch my TikToks. Got a bunch of new ones I just recorded coming out this weekend and some cool ones coming out tonight. I think I got I, I got a one that I, I, I'm curious to see how it'll do. Uh, yeah, podcast, right? Podcast. I definitely listen to those, right? You get some time. You like a podcast person. I'm all the, all the podcast platforms. That's Program Yourself Then. Uh, YouTube channel is Jim Katsoulis. I have another TikTok channel. It's Jim Katsoulis. And I just put a chair yoga pro, uh, session up there. I didn't put on my Program Yourself Then one. I put on my Jim Katsoulis one. So it's on my YouTube and my Jim Katsoulis TikTok. Um, but it's a 10-minute chair yoga session if you have any interest in that. Uh, surprising how good those are. I'm going to do more of those anyway, so that's something to check out too. But um, yeah, you're welcome, Lisa. I'm glad, glad you were here. Glad you are watching. Uh, have a great day, everyone, and uh, we'll talk soon. Bye.